Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Benner and Adam Ronis. Made it through the weekend unscathed, relatively unscathed, uh, but not not really. Adam, what is going on, dude? First of all, before we uh, we, we start the actual baseball talk, I just want to take this opportunity to uh, have our audience here at Annie Up know that today, April the 19th, the time that you and I are recording, also happens to be your 72nd birthday. You don't look a day older than 43, my friend. Yeah, I definitely feel older than 72. Uh, nah, uh, yeah, today is the birthday, so I appreciate all the happy birthdays, uh, good day. Sucks kind of being on a Monday in a way, you know, everyone's working and doing their own thing, but hey, whatever, man, I did have some fun Friday night, got some Henny, I might even take a, I might even take a shot tonight before the show. Shit, right? Why not? Why the hell not? Do a shot on the damn show for crying out loud, it's your birthday. <laughs> And exactly. uh, I just, I just want to say this, you know, don't, don't give me this. Oh, it sucks that my birthday's on a Monday. Try having your birthday the day after Christmas, Adam. I will say it over and over again. It if it's sucks. a, if it's a Friday or a Saturday, it's fine. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it's after Christmas, if it's a no, weekend, it's, it's cool. not. Everybody's yeah, still people, family. Nah, that's not true. People are more willing to go out. Especially if it's a weekend, a Monday, bro. People are back to work and eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah, you know that's why you celebrate it on the weekend. There you go. There you go. Well, you're uh, you get to celebrate it here on the show with us, with everybody who listens to Annie Up. So, folks, uh, you know, run to that Twitter machine, follow at Adam Ronis, and of course, wish him the happiest of birthdays today. I, I, I believe I posted a obligatory facebook birthday message to you on uh, uh on social media already although i didn't you know hit you up on the old twitter sphere there i figure you deal with enough nonsense during your the course of your day you didn't need to be bombarded with it yeah no i saw it yeah a lot of people do facebook now actually right before we did this podcast my friend called a good friend he's like yeah, I figured, you know, I don't want to just put a Facebook post. Figure I'd give you a call. I'm like, okay. Not unlike many other people. Like, everyone does, like, Facebook now. Happy birthdays. They don't text, call, or nothing. And I don't expect everyone to. But there's some people that, like, I'll text on their birthday. And then you go to put a Facebook. I'm like, okay, cool. I see where we at. Oh, well, see, there you go. I texted you. I put a Facebook post up there as well. I shouted you out on the <laughs> Fantasy Alarm Show. Did my uh, my my food for thought, Adam, specifically for you. My food for thought today was a Satchel Page quote, who said, "How old would you be if you didn't know how old you was?" Yeah, I would say for me, twenty-one. There you go. See, there it is. So I've done all of that. So I've definitely gone above and beyond. I think. Not, I no, appreciate no doubt that. about it. I appreciate um, if that. the doorbell rings, by the way, in the middle of this uh, broadcast, people, uh, then you know that the uh, the the gift I sent uh, also arrived, or dinner, or oh, Adam's oh. dinner, either oh. one. <laughs> man, I hope it's I hope it's the gift, man. My credit card statement. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. I didn't do that because of COVID. If it was if it was non-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have like, you know, you, you'd be actually having wings with Lou Williams. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Well, we get down for your 50th birthday for your big 50th birthday. That's what we do. We take like the full fantasy alarm trip. 
down to uh, to Atlanta. We get some uh, some Lou Williams lemon pepper wings uh, at the best kitchen he's ever been to. Ever. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, before we start talking a little baseball here, because we got to we got to talk about some shit going on right now. I mean, that's the, the waiver wire, the injuries. It's abusive right now. It is absolutely abusive. The injuries that I've been under, you know, dealing with um, are bad. But the fact that there's nothing on the waiver wire, particularly in that outfield, I want to get to that. But first, let's shout out Monkey Knife Fight, our sponsor, the DFS site you guys should be playing on. Here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, birthday boy. So how'd waivers treat you yesterday? I didn't really go crazy. I, I didn't think there was a lot to spend on this week. You know, I was not paying up for Rafael Dolis. Just wasn't doing it because I don't know how long he will have that job. I did get him in labor for four dollars. I mean, my dude, my labor team is the worst team I've had uh, to start a season ever. Like it is really bad, and I'm just not used to it. I try not to look anymore because uh, every day I look, I keep going down. Uh, but I picked up the lease there for four bucks. That's not a lot. Uh, so I didn't spend on him. Uh, Willie Calhoun is the player I think I picked up the most. Um, got him in TGFBI for 42. The run arc was one. I also got him in the NFBC main event. I think I want him by like seven bucks. Um, Tout, I did. There were some good players in Tout available, but I didn't win the high bids. I think I wound up getting Joe Hoffman for a zero. Not that I really wanted him. I did lose Lance Lynn. So, you know, in tout, he automatically has to go in the lineup this week. And I picked up Renato Nunez for like four bucks. So nothing big there. So yeah, I didn't spend a, a ton of money this weekend, but Willie Calhoun is a player I added in a couple leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually playing Willie Calhoun in DFS tonight. His, uh, his, his BVP uh, numbers against Dylan Bundy, quite tasty. Um, but I mean, it's in like eight at bats, but, uh, nevertheless, I did um, want Zach McKinstry, but I lost for the leaks. He wasn't available. I lost out. Uh, I did pick up Jacob Junis in the GST, um, picked up Travis Shaw in a league. So, you know, it wasn't no crazy bids though. This wasn't a, 
Now, Kendall Graveman went in one of my leagues for 268, man. I was like, what? So, but yeah, I didn't think this was like a huge, this to me was like a patchwork waiver wire weekend where you had injuries and you're trying to fill in or if you have some underperforming players and there's a lot of cross baseball where you were just trying to get at bats or maybe get a stream of two start week or a pitcher that was sitting out on the waivers maybe a little longer than he should have been. To me, that it was that kind of week on waivers. Like, I didn't think there was any like, oh, yeah, you got to get the guy this week. Yeah, I, the exact same thing with me. The exact same thing. I didn't really – I didn't go after a lot of guys. I, I did go after Dolis, but not big. Um, just in the leagues where I already had Merriweather and, and Romano, right? Like, I mean, I might, I'm like, I might as well, right, and just kind of figure out – Who's going to take this bullpen uh, the furthest? Uh, the fortunate thing is that it was in uh, leagues with saves plus holds. The McKinstry one, that's that kind of bugs me a little bit. You know, I've got a, 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 a person who emails me on a regular basis. She's doing this diamond, the uh, this dynasty league for the very first time. And, you know, she's got to, you know, make a couple of moves and she's got to drop somebody. And one of the players who, you know, and this was probably about, two weeks ago and she was like, you know, um, you know, who would you drop between McKinstry and I can't remember who the other player was. And I was like, uh, you know, I mean, I, I would probably drop McKinstry only because, you know, this is all, and this is mind you, this is all before Cody Bellinger's hairline fracture was, was reported um, that I was like, you know, I mean, when Bellinger comes back and is there going to be a spot for him? Where is he going to play? Now, fast forward here to two weeks down the road. Um, she still hadn't dropped McKinstry because we kind of talked through it during the injuries. But now Bellinger is dealing with the fracture. Um, Gavin Lux just went on the IL as well. So now all of a sudden McKinstry's got spots to play. Um, and, and it makes him a little bit more valuable. Uh, but, of course, in any league where I need outfield help, he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with the when people ask questions. So who do you like the rest of the way better? It, that's why it's difficult to answer those questions, because, you know, a week or so ago, eh, McKinstry probably short shelf life. But now with the injury to Bellinger, we don't know the timetable and luck's out. It's opening up playing time. And as long as he continues to hit, Dodgers going to use him. And we know the Dodgers are probably going to get some other injuries, too. And I've said it before. They're going to be very cautious. Someone just has any inkling of an injury all right yeah you know what you'll sit out two weeks because they're just so good i mean they're going to roll through the regular season so that's why that just changes instantly but yeah the outfield is absolutely brutal especially in 15 team leagues there's just not much on the waiver wire, and it's two weeks in a row i've been looking to find outfielders in the tgfbi my team is good it's performing very well but when you hear my outfit you're like how the hell are you doing well um <laughs> because i'm trying to I'm trying to piece it together, man, because, you know, I drafted Leody Tavares and he's been terrible. He wasn't in the lineup Monday, picked up Kyle Isbell off waivers. He hasn't been playing much. He's cooled off. So, I mean, I picked up Stephen Piscotti. I picked up Willie Calhoun. I have Nick Senzel and, you know, he sat two games in a row. Is that a platoon now with Tyler Naquin, uh, who didn't start much earlier in the week and then started two games at homeward on Sunday? So, yeah, when you're in a 15-team league and you're looking at the waiver wire and outfield, you're just like, uh, there is nothing here. And uh, a lot of it is there. there's a lot. There are platoons and just not a lot of good outfielders either. So it is a very tough position to fill in a deeper format. That's really, it's kind of, you know, it really fucked with me during this, you know, because, I mean, 
I wasn't, it's not like I waited on outfield because I was like thinking that outfield was deep. It just so happened that the players where I felt like I was getting the better player and the better situation was in the infield. And so like you look at my infields and they're, they're stacked, you know, like they, they look phenomenal and I don't have any concerns or any worries, but then I go to my outfield and I'm like, son of a bitch, man. I mean, it's crazy because here you go. I, 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 did that. I wrote this up in uh, in buzz cuts over at fantasyalarm.com talking about this inside the top 200 picks. All right. For coming into this year using like composite ADP, the top 200 picks, 43 outfielders were among those, those picks 15 of those 43 outfielders, right. Are either currently on the IL or have missed a, a fair amount of time already. Um, and, 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 you know, and when you go through that and you look at it, you know, fine, Eloy Jimenez and, and Christian Yelich and George Springer and Teoscar Hernandez. But, you know, what still hurts also is losing Kyle Lewis and Lorenzo Cain and Harrison Bader and Andujar. And now Starling Marte. Starling Marte just went, on the yeah. list. Because look at what's sitting on your fucking waiver wire right now. All right. Scott Shebler, Seth Brown, Josh Palacios. Justin Williams, right? I mean, McKinstry, if, if, you know, if he's, you know, if, if he's available there, like that's a, a better end outfielder. Um, I'm sitting here like thumbing through like Jordan Luplo and Austin Slater and Jose Marmalejos, right? <laughs> like this is like, I, I can't remember the last time I saw the outfield as shallow as it is right now. I mean, like really shallow. Yeah, it's again, especially in the deeper formats, it's just really hard to find consistent at bats. I mean, you mentioned a couple names, and the problem is they're not playing every day. So, you know, especially if you're in a weekly league and you're picking up one of those guys and it's a six game week and they're playing three, it's not really helping you. You're falling behind. And that's the one thing that I think sometimes people don't realize. If you look at the teams that win leagues, they're usually up there in at-bats, right? I mean, it makes sense. You have more at-bats than everyone else. You have a greater shot of getting more runs, RBIs, uh, the counting stats, and home runs. I mean, part of my issue in labor is, you know, I got teams with 100 more at-bats than me. I mean, how am I supposed to be up there in runs, homers, and RBIs when there are teams with 100 more at-bats than me? And again, this is a weekly league. You can't make changes. You know, I left Yelich in all week. You can blame me last week for doing that, but all right, got a zero out of him. Uh, mentioned Nick Senzel. Is this a platoon now? And so Aaron Hicks has sucked. I mean, any struggling hitter I have on that team. So, you know, it's just one of those leagues. And like I said, I'm not going to just give up. I may waive Maru's. I'm going to set my lineup. But sometimes there's only so much you can do. You know, you have a bunch of hitters that are not hitting well. You you have to hope that it, they turn it around. You know, not a lot of these guys are not going to hit 150 all year. At least I hope not. If they do, then uh, then I really drafted a bad team. Uh, but yeah, that happens. You know, you play in a lot of leagues and you're going to have probably one that just has a lot of injuries and a lot of bad luck. I'm just not used to it being this bad. So it's just eye popping for me. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? But yeah, um, the outfield is definitely more so in 15 team leagues. I mean, I'm in only 112. I, I'm trying to think in my 12 team league. Yeah, my outfield is okay. But I, even there, I'm kind of like piecing it together. I think even in that league, I picked up Calhoun. Let me check. I have it right here. I picked, I think I picked up, 
Yeah, oh no, in that league, I picked up Badu a couple weeks ago. I've got David Peralta in the lineup, and this isn't a 12. So that's even uh, kind of rough there as well. Um, Aaron yeah, Hicks, the, the I picked up Adam horrible. Duval. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> bad. And, you know, it doesn't help that in a lot of leagues, too. Like, J.D. Martinez is not outfield eligible in a lot of leagues. In my right. in tout, he is, and that really helped me. Uh, because that was a player I really wanted. But in TGFBI, it's crushing me right now. Because if I if J.D. Martinez at outfield eligibility, I can move him to outfield and play Otani at utility. I can't do that right now. It is killing me. And I, I don't even know. J.D. Martinez, he's played, what, one game in the outfield, I think? He was supposed to last week at the beginning of the week, and the game got canceled. And then the next day they played a double out, or he wasn't in the outfield. So I think he's only played uh, – I got to check that. And I think he needs 10. To gain eligibility, so we're not anywhere close to that. No, we're definitely not anywhere close to that, which is, you know. Like oh, a, wait, like, wait, wait. I see. Okay, is it games or games started? For He's played two games in the outfield and started one. So I think, I think it's games played. I don't okay. think it's games started. Then I need to eat more? Oh, man, I might not get this till June, bro. By then, Otani will be hurt. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge issue. Um, and then we didn't even get to the COVID stuff either. That's throwing a, a oh, wrench dude. Can, can we talk about the fact that that all day on Sunday? All right, so so here you go. So this is this is like my waiver burn, and this is what kind of pisses me off. You know the rules in labor, right? I can't just you know pick up a guy and stash a guy on my bench, right? You gotta like you 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 have to. You know, it has to be somebody who you drafted, you know, who is in your primary auction or somebody from your taxi squad. If you uh, if 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 it's somebody for your uh, for your reserves, then they're like considered zero dollar players. Those guys can go in and out of your lineup for injury purposes. Right. But you can't just take a guy and drop him from your starting lineup onto your bench because he's off to a slow start or because he's day to day with an injury. And I'm sitting here in NL Labor, right, watching the uh, the Ronald Acuna news, being like, "Well, what the hell am I supposed to do?" Because it's not like I could sit here. I can't dra- I can't pick up a guy off waivers to replace him because he's not on the on on the IL right now. And so, you know, I, I can't. There there isn't another guy who I I can drop because of other injuries and other you know moves that you have to make. So I'm like sitting there like getting burned by that because now it's like, okay, they're not going to put him on the IL, but they're calling him day to day, which is exactly what happened with Yelich until they were finally like, oh, okay, all right, we're just going to put him on the IL. We'll make it retroactive, right? So that I'm going to end up getting burned by that. Not to mention the fact that how about with the fucking Astros, right? That all of a sudden we were told all day yesterday, all day. That they are probably not going. They're not even going to make this road trip. Now all of a sudden they're going to like Bregman and uh, and and uh, Alvarez. They're all going to meet up with the Astros uh, on Tuesday on the road. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, look, it's just that's the thing right now is you know unless we know like it's a COVID vaccine reaction, like with Jake McGee, I left him on my lineups this week. I expect him to be back Tuesday or Wednesday. It could backfire, but I left him in all my weekly lineups. Um, Logan Webb, same thing. And they said he is going to start on Tuesday. So, yeah, a lot of it is, you know, guessing now. I mean, the Phillies have some issues. The only real player 
of significance for fantasy is Jose Alvarado. Even so, many people aren't starting him. Maybe in an only league, deep mixed league, you're throwing him in there because he he's the eighth inning guy. Maybe get you a win. But yeah, I mean that's what a lot you know we but we've seen these guys come back quick. I mean JD Martinez was on it for a day. Lourdes Gurriel was on it for a day. Um, but with the Astros, we knew it was going to be more than a day. But that's the thing is this is not going to end, and it might happen in the middle of the week. And if you're in a week you're screwed so there's just so many things that just make it complicated this year where i think you're gonna need some you always need some luck but it feels like this is a year where you're gonna need a lot of luck to break your way in order to win these leagues because with injuries and trying to get at bats consistently it, it looks like it's gonna be a real difficult challenge we're only here sitting what two three weeks into the season and it's already a headache i mean fab on sunday man Dude, it's grueling, bro. It's a workout. Dude, my Sundays, bro, are absolutely <laughs> – dude, they're done now. Like, people don't understand. I mean, I started softball yesterday, so now I'm getting up 7.30 on Sunday, playing two games. Now I got to come home, catch up on all the lineup news for the morning, write my NBA articles, watch baseball for the day, and then just go through each league. And I got seven of them to do, man. And it's just by the time it's over on Sunday, bro, I feel like I just, like, you know, worked out at the gym for, like, seven hours straight. <laughs> um I, you know I, I don't i don't have any sympathy for you on that i get it i yeah, hear man, you it's, it's it sucks it's it's like it's it's a full you know it's, it's funny like i go to get into it with my wife because you know she loses me completely for sundays during the football season right nowadays i i've said to her i'm like you uh, it's sunday's a work day for me sunday is uh a lot of admin work to set up for the week. Um, I do a bunch of writing uh, as well on Sunday. I'm watching the games, and then I got to deal with waivers as well. So, you know, I pretty much just told my wife, "This is uh, th that's it. You're um, you're on your own on Sundays forever for the rest of your life. That's it. Uh, I'm never gonna be there for you. So, it's brutal, brutal. What I am doing." And uh, this is the, the, the final point I want to make about waivers, because uh, like you said, this isn't a week where you were doing anything more than just kind of patching shit up, which I, was the same for me. Next week, I think next week is going to be a big waiver week because I'm looking at just this is strictly now the TGFBI league, right, where, you know, it's it's NFBC rules. And so there are no IL spots, but. Dude, I'm looking at the guys who are getting dropped right now. Logan Allen, um, Gavin Lux, Bobby Dahlbeck. Somebody dropped Gavin Lux? Yep. Bobby wow. Dahlbeck, Lorenzo Cain. Um, trying to think of who else. Uh, I'm looking for more mostly outfield kind of a situation. Nomar Mazzara. Um I'm just all I'm doing now is I'm just looking at all the leagues and I'm looking at everybody who was dropped because you got a lot of mistake drops here at the uh, at the tail end of April. A lot of mistake drops. Yeah, I guess it depends. It also, you know, some people might be forced to because they have so many injuries. You know, I don't think Mazzara is a, a mistake drop. It's a crowded outfield. I don't think. He's no, I'm not good. saying Mazzara, but. To, to have to drop Gavin Lux? Lux, I think, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, that I don't think should have been done. I know he wasn't off to a great start, but the Dodgers seem 
intent on playing him consistently. So it sounded like from Dave Roberts that it was not an injury that would keep him out for an extended period of time. No, he's going to do his time on the uh, on the IL, and hopefully the wrist is nothing major, and uh, we don't have to worry about it. But you know, that's just the point that I want to make to everybody. There is that. Listen, even if you have a quiet week on waivers, you should always be looking at the list of players who are dropped in your league because you never know who ends up dropping somebody. Or you know, like there are some people who just like Adam said, they're forced to drop guys. And they're hoping that one of these guys like falls through the cracks and, and, you know, nobody sees it. You know, they try to like sneak it by him. Well, it's your job to, uh, to check out your waiver wire and, uh, and make sure that, you know, you, you know, everybody who's uh, up and down and who you should be going after next week. Yeah. I mean, look, I have a NFBC online championship league where if I get a couple more entries this week, I could be in a spot where I, I have to drop someone that I don't want to right now. I have, uh, Kettle Marte out, Colton Wong out, Anthony Rendon out. So that's three of my seven bench spots injured. I mean, if I get one or two more, I'm hoping Rendon maybe is back next week. I know he's eligible to come off, I believe, on Tuesday or Wednesday. They said he's probably not going to be ready. That's fine. Just come back next week. I have no, no update on Marte at all, uh, and it's a hamstring injury. So, yeah, I mean, but there could be people with, you know, uh, seven bench spots and five or six guys are hurt and you got to make a tough decision. You can't take zeros. No, you definitely cannot. You definitely can not. All right. That's going to do it for us here today. Why? Because the birthday boy's got some celebrating to do. And by that, I mean, he needs to eat dinner before he goes and, and does uh Lisa Ann does fantasy on Sirius XM. So Adam, the happiest of birthdays to you, my man. I'm very happy for you. I hope you had a, a nice day. I hope you have an enjoyable evening. Um, and really, I've never seen 72 look so good. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much to everybody out there for liking, subscribing, joining us here on a nightly basis with Annie up for Adam Ronis, the birthday boy. I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.